0: wherever you get your podcasts thanks for listening
1: hello i'm mark blunden and this is evening standards tech and science daily first It's emerged that popular YouTuber Najma Sadeqi was among the victims of the suicide bombing at Kabul airport last week. The 20-year-old had recently joined the Afghan insider YouTube channel while studying in her final year at Kabul's journalism institute. Four days after the Taliban retook the country, Sadeqi made what she said would be her final video as strict new Sharia laws were imposed. She said she was not allowed to leave home as many female Afghan vloggers went dark online. Her colleagues told CNN that just a few days after recording the vlog, Siddiqui was killed in the ISIS-K attack as she tried to flee the country in the chaotic crowds at the airport, which killed 183 people, including many Afghan civilians and 13 US service personnel. Next, Instagram says it will require all users to provide their date of birth for new safety measures meant to boost child protection, but is it too little too late? comes just days before tech giants must conform to greater safeguards introduced by the uk's information commissioner campaigners have long argued that instagram was not doing enough to keep young people safe and while verification was required for new users in december 2019 now all existing users will receive a notification telling them to do the same under 13s are not allowed to use instagram and addressing concerns that children would lie about their age the company says it is developing artificial intelligence to estimate how old people are Staying with age verification and the NSPCC is backing a call from England's Children's Commissioner for tougher rules for ID checks so it can be confirmed that those who wish to view online pornography are at least 18 years old.
2: Age verification measures should be introduced to prevent children being able to access commercial pornography sites. The government um, originally uh, introduced a law um, to that effect several years ago but that's never actually been enacted.
1: That's Andy Burrows, the NSPCC head of child safety online policy. It's
2: about identifying if a child is indeed a child so that then you can give them a safer experience, you can offer them stronger account protections and really do a much better job of keeping them safe online.
1: The charity says its research shows social networks' secret closed algorithms often recommends children highly inappropriate explicit content that pops up as free trailers posted by adult performers.
2: When children stumble across this type of age inappropriate material before they're ready we know that that can cause concern that that can cause worry sometimes children won't really understand what it is that they're seeing and that can go on to um, to have really negative effects it can distort their understanding uh, of sex of relationships
1: the nspcc says they're increasingly worried about how seeing this stuff can affect young minds if action to crack down on the problem is not enforced by government and tech firms Next, reports are emerging that a hacker has handed back 244,000 pounds to a British collector who was tricked into buying a fake Banksy artwork as a non-fungible token apparently through the artist's official website. The online auction ended after the man paid some 90% more than others trying to get their hands on the piece, and it would have been the first time such a work by the elusive Bristolian had been sold as an NFT, something his team say is not on the cards. BBC reports the page on the Banksy site has now been deleted and the duped bidder reckons it was hacked, although we've had a look and it does have HTTPS protection. Now the collector, who funnily enough uses the online handle of Pranksy, says he's got all his cash back, apart from a £5,000 transaction fee for the fake NFT called Great Redistribution of the Climate Change Disaster. Now, more on crypto and El Salvador's Congress has approved the law to create a $150 million fund to make conversions from Bitcoin to US dollars ahead of the Central American country's planned adoption of the world's first such legal tender experiment next week. It's proposed that money for the new fund will be redirected from the finance ministry's current budget and administered by the State Development Bank of El Salvador. The government says at least 200 cash machines and 50 places using the government's digital wallet app Chivo will be installed in different parts of the country where users can deposit and withdraw money without paying commissions. Let's go to the ads now. Stay with us for news about DJs of the future and one very old and extremely cute sloth. Why not give us a follow in the meantime?
2: Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Budding turntablists in Denmark get ready to spin the high-tech wheels of steel because the Nordic country is opening its first DJ school for women, non-binary people and other gender minorities. The DJ Academy by Future Female Sounds will open in Copenhagen this year with a further 20% of its intake reserved for underprivileged young people. Training on the cutting-edge digital equipment includes mentoring, advice on how to get into the industry and one hopes tips on how to do an epic rewind that sends the crowds wild. The Academy's launch comes ahead of the European Female Tech DJ Summit in June. And finally, that's the sound of Rio the Sloth hanging upside down, enjoying celebrating his 20th birthday, with a cake of skewered sweet potato, peppers, cucumber and avocado. The two-toed beast is a resident at Bristol Zoo Gardens and is one of the oldest of the endangered species in captivity in Europe. This year has already been a landmark year for Rio as in April he became a father for only the second time when baby Noko was born, the first time in a decade a sloth was born in Bristol. You are up to date. We're back with another Bulletin on Thursday at 1pm. And why not come back at 4pm for the Leader Podcast for news, interviews and analysis from the Evening Standard here in London.